All right, well, welcome to the show, Fistry Soccer Sports Byline USA, SB Nation Radio, on quite the World Cup day today. Uh, shockers aplenty. The World Cup is keeping us on our feet. Uh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. I'm Nick Gieber, along with my co-host, Nick Webster. Nick, what an exciting day in the World Cup. For the first time since 1938, which is obviously a really long time ago, the second round will not be blessed with a certain team from Germany. Yes, yes. an absolute stunner of a result and really has blown this whole wide cup completely open. We keep on saying it's a wide open tournament. Well, it is if you're on the right side of the tournament. The other side of the tournament, and I'm sure we're going to get to it in the show, is a murderer's row of great teams. It is exactly, and it's funny how this has ended up. We are going to get to that. It is a very important thing that you have to understand if you're watching this broadcast. Maybe you're not intimately familiar with the machinations and the workings of the World Cup. We're going to explain it to you. It's all decided, really, but for four teams at this point into the knockout rounds, although of that... um, you know, we know two teams, uh, the two teams out of England's group that are going to go through. We're going to tell you why England want to lose this match tomorrow. Uh, we're going to explain it to you in great detail. Uh, Germany, England, Switzerland. Uh, we're going to talk to you about Sweden, South Korea. How incredible were the South Koreans? You know, we talk about playing for pride, playing for the shirt. Uh, these South Koreans were credit to the sport and a credit to their nation today. Yes, they have. Absolutely were. You know, I I was lucky enough in 2002 to be in South Korea when they hosted the World Cup. And that team made it all the way to the semifinals on pretty much sheer guts. And and as you just so rightly pointed out, playing for the shirt. And they did that today against Germany. Really, a game that they had nothing but pride left in. And uh, it was a real ding-donger of an affair. Back back and front, back and front. And... uh, they just kept on going, and, and, and you and I both thought that Germany would probably roll them over because they had nothing to play for. Boy, were we surprised. It was a complete role reversal. All right. If you put the bet on South Korea, you would be uh, you would have earned over 14 to 1 on your money. Uh, I can't tell you that we told you to take that bet because we didn't. But when we come back, we will take you tell you how to take others. We'll be right back after this. I'm Ryan Burke. I'm the head cider maker at Angry Orchard, and we're in Brittany, France. I wanted to make Angry Orchard Rosé cider out of my love for rosé wine. We came here and found these red-fleshed apples. It's a really rare fruit. The apple brings a right, refreshing, natural taste to the cider and a deep, nice pink rosé hue. Our rosé is a little bit less sweet. It's got a really nice balance for any occasion. It's a really refreshing drink. Angry Orchard Cider Company, welcome to Drink Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $3 
$500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992. That's 800-223-0992. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Hey, Dave. You in for golf this weekend? Ah, I can't. I promised I'd find a plumber to fix a sink and a painter to paint the... Just use Angie's List. Uh, doesn't that cost money? Not at all. It's free to find pros in your area who can do the work. You can even read ratings and reviews from other customers. What about roofing pros? Angie's List has pros for everything. And to save time, they'll even match you to the best pros for the job. Oh, that's awesome. Looks like I'll be able to play after all. Find the best pros for your next project at Angie'sList.com. Uh, welcome back to the show, Fiskery Soccer Sports Byline USA, SB Nation Radio. I'm Nick Gieber, along with Nick Webster. You can find us on Facebook at uh, facebook.com forward slash Sports Talk, or you can find us on uh, Twitter at Fiskery Sports, uh, and of course, always on the web at uh, Sports.com. Germany el- eliminated from the World Cup. What do you think? We want to hear from you. Give us a call in the studio, 800-878-PLAY, 800-878-PLAY. Uh, we'd love to hear from you, get your take on what has happened in the World Cup today. Uh, Nick, let's start with that, shall we? What a match it was. Germany going out in, I mean, just looking really poor, slow, not lethal. Uh, they squandered, must have been at least nine or ten great shots that just went over, went wide, were saved. Uh, it, nothing was going right for Germany. And, you know, we shouldn't be overly surprised. I mean, it took that last last gasp goal to even get them through to have a chance in this particular match. They've looked poor all tournament. And this is clearly the changing of a guard, both in the co- coaching side, because I'm sure Yogi Lowe won't be staying, and as well as a lot of those players, who, quite frankly, some of them starting to look as old as I am. Yes, they did look a little old in the tooth. And funnily enough, it, it's the last uh, four of the five last World Cups have seen the winners crash out in the first round. So uh, maybe it's not such a good thing to uh, win the World Cup and then try and repeat it. But you know, to your point, I remember the, the heart of this German team in 2010. I was in South Africa and they were just a joy to behold. 
Well, obviously, eight years later, there's a lot of miles in those boots right now. And uh, to your point, they looked, they did look old, they did look slow, and they looked somewhat disinterested. And if it wasn't for Tony Cruz pulling a, a rabbit out of a hat against Sweden, Germany would have been gone long ago. Uh, but we have to give South Korea a lot of credit for, you know, really putting together a fantastic yeah. performance. But yes, y- Yogi Lowe, uh, he looked like a haunted man, actually, throughout this tournament on the sidelines, uh, gesticulating wildly and, and really seemingly unsure of the team to play. And I think his problem, Nick, was he was very loyal to his players. And some of them, unfortunately, and we've seen this with the England team as well, but some of them were past their sell-by date. Yeah. It was time to move on. It was time to bring in some youngsters. And, and now the folly of leaving Leroy Sané at home really has come home to roost. Well, that's the, that's the question I was going to ask you. I mean, they needed clinical goal scoring. They needed energy. They needed someone to, as uh, Emeril would say in his cooking shows, kick it up a notch. Uh, Leroy Sané, more than capable of doing that, but he was deemed, you know, superfluous or, or, or to to their needs, and 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 I just didn't understand that. I mean, take him if anything, but they they just look they look toothless. How can you not see that? How can you go from, uh, you know, your warm up matches and training, and not see that your team is slow, lost a pace? Uh, are you or, or are you really just uh, clocking in at that point? I mean, I think they may have just been cash and a paycheck I, I don't mean that literally because national team players don't make nearly what they do on their club but but you know what i mean we're kind of retired on the job yeah well I, I'm, I'm not sure if you know that that may be a little bit harsh but i i think uh yogi Lowe didn't trust the youngsters you know royce uh julian brandt timo werner who you know really didn't have a, an exceptional tournament uh, i thought kimmage was decent and draxler wasn't bad in spells but the, the rest of the guys as we've said before, they've they've played a lot of soccer. Kadira, Neuer, who was definitely not fit. Tony Cruz, Gomez, Hummels, who had those three three opportunities in the yeah. last uh, 10, 15 minutes where, I mean, really, you and I probably could have scored them. So, you know, I, I think, you know, you're a world champion. They've been, and I hate to say been there, done that. But, um, yeah, they've been there, done that. And, and the, the motivation wasn't there for them anymore. Yes. That's it. They weren't hungry now. No, they, yeah. they, the hunger, the hunger is gone. The hunger that we see in teams like Switzerland and Croatia, and you know, to a degree, Argentina. I'll give them credit for that. I mean, you know, they were, they fought tooth and nail to get through. You just didn't see that from Germany. The hunger that England show that you know, Germany had nothing left to prove, and I think the players showed it. The only thing they proved this World Cup was that they would be eliminated in last last place, and Nick only score two goals the whole tournament yes to see germany at the foot of the table really it's i mean it is it is mind-boggling yes this we, we are in a there's no doubt the world is in a in a period of a change of flux because there's dramatic events happening not only in in the sports world but in the in the political world as well but it is really one of those uh slap in the face moments when you go to the table and you see Germany on the bottom, that simply doesn't happen. And and, and the, the, what I really will admire about Germany, though, Nick, then they're not gonna they're not gonna stand around and they're not gonna point fingers. They will they will make changes to make sure that this never happens again. 
quite simple. And that that's one thing you have to admire about the Germans, because in many other countries, they'd be like, mm, you know, let's let's see how things go. Uh, we don't want to upset the apple cart. We don't want to change too much. Germany will go in there like a surgeon and remove whatever it is needing kicked out. We'll see. Because I think, you know, what you're going to find is that it's the quality of the youth system coming up, pushing through, that's really going to dictate what happens. And uh, it's a great segue, actually, this discussion, Nick, because uh, I was listening to a fascinating discussion uh, on a competing uh, radio network, not uh, no, not the, uh, the one that's beamed in from space. Um, but th- there was a discussion about... Argentina and some of the points that were made up were made were actually very interesting. First of all, this is the oldest team in the tournament. Second of all, uh, the sort of young uh, the the Argentine sort of champions that came up that came through were all based on their under twenty championship teams and under seventeen championship teams up through about two thousand and nine. After 2009, their youth system has really done nothing. As a result, there's not a lot of young Argentine players to fit in. And they use Mascherano as, as a great example. He is past his sell-by date. Why is he out there playing? Well, the fact is they don't really have anyone else to replace him with. There's no young player to replace a Mascherano. There's no young Messi. There's no young Aguero. I mean, they're not coming through the system and it's been the absolute death of the Argentine team uh, in the next cycle, people are saying. This is why they're struggling so badly. It, and this was an Argentine journalist that was saying this. I thought it was a really fascinating discussion and right on point and one that would uh, that we can certainly see, Nick, with England. I mean, England suffered the same problem, but England now are coming through a generation where their under-20s and under-21s have been, been doing really, really well. Well, the, the, you know, you bring up a really interesting point. In 2000 and 2002, uh, Germany failed to qualify to, for, for the knockout rounds of Euro 2000. They did fluke their way to the final of uh, the World Cup, but it was such a poor German team. And they completely blew up their youth system and went to a model where they created, uh, there was regional clubs everywhere. They reaped the benefits in 2010, 2012, and obviously in 2014, when they became the, the world champions, they had the balls to blow it all up. The French did the same. The French team didn't qualify in 1990. They didn't qualify in 94. They blew it all up and, and created Clairefontaine, the, uh, the, uh, the academy right. there. What happened in 98? The French won the World Cup. England, as you just rightly pointed out, have done the same thing with the, uh, the academies and the uh, uh, St. George's. And we've been reaping the benefits at the U17 level, world champions, U20 world champions, U21, UEFA champions. Now, whether these players get a chance in the Premier League, uh, that's I think that's uh, that's another that's another debate. Argentina are suffering the same folly that we've all suffered by staying with the same players for yeah. too long and not replenishing it and not working on that youth system. And, and it's the it's the youth system that's the, that's the lifeblood of the game itself. And you're going to see some big changes, I think throughout world football in how players are developed and nurtured well nick great points and a wonderful discussion we're going to continue it uh, throughout this world cup cycle and beyond uh, if we do talk about a shift in in global football uh, you know when was the last time germany won the champions league a german team won the champions league nick that was it 2012 well, I, mean, nick, uh, I think 2013 i want to say so yeah you know, it's been five years yeah so okay let's talk about, let's continue the discussion on the other side of the break 
Uh, this is Fifth Street Soccer. We're talking World Cup here on Sports Byline SB Nation Radio. We will be right back. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517-800-932-5517-800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. If you are age 85 or younger... Call to learn more about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. The average funeral now costs over $10,000. Are you at risk of leaving loved ones to help pay your debts? A final expense policy for seniors can pay up to $30,000 for funeral and other final expenses. You don't need a medical exam, and you can have lifetime coverage. And the policy cannot be canceled. To receive free information about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. Call now. You'll also receive information about a free prescription discount card just for calling in. Agents are standing by. Call 800 508 5774. 800 508 5774. 800 508 5774. Call now. That's 800 508 5774. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. All right, welcome back to the show. History Soccer. Sports Byline USA, SB Nation Radio. Nick Eber, Nick Webster with you. Uh, we are talking World Cup. We are discussing the fallout of the Germany elimination from the World Cup. And Nick, we have been talking uh, over the last number of shows about a sort of shift one of the points that I made uh, in a show, I don't know, right before the World Cup started or, or as the World Cup started, was that um, for those fans in America who have just been watching the game the last 15 years or less, 
you know, they're very used to Brazil, Germany, um, Real Madrid, Barcelona, Bayern Munich. I mean, those and Manchester United. I mean, th those are the six New England Patriots of football on a club level and on a national level. And so if you're new to the sport, uh, and for Nick, for you and I, that means 15 years, <laughs> 15 years or less, uh, this is what you're used to. But it's important to remember that, you know, 20 years ago, we were talking about the Dutch. 25 years ago, it was the Dutch. Uh, it's been the Hungarians. You might, you might not know. I mean, Hungarian football used to be uh, Europeans dominating footballing power. Uh, it's been English footballs dominated in European club champion, European club championships. Everything goes through cycles. And for me personally, Nick Webster, it's kind of boring to sit through the middle of a cycle. I find it boring when the same old, same old wins every time, particularly if it's not your team. I do enjoy, I do enjoy these shifts. And one of the points that I made is that, you know, look, I, I, as I look at these brackets, Nick, I, I, if Croatia were to win, if, uh, you know, Croatia, would, if Croatia, Mexico, Sweden, Senegal, Colombia, Japan, England, Belgium. I mean, if any of these teams were to make a serious run and win this thing, I think it would be the best thing ever to happen to world football. Um, I'm going to add, I agree with you, but I am going to add a qualifier. Okay. If one of those teams should win the World Cup, I would hope that they would do it in style. True. Because I cast my, my mind back to when, you know, uh, Greece won the Euros in 2004, and, and, and to a certain degree, Portugal won the Euros in 2016. It wasn't a feast of football. It was grind it out, hang on for dear life, score a goal somehow, park the bus, and stop the more entertaining team from winning. So I'm, I'm with you 100%. And, and in all fairness, in that, in that kind of bottom half of the draw where you have the Croatias, uh, you have the Englands, um, I think, and, and maybe even, even a, a Belgium, you have teams that play, I think, really enterprising football. They, they, they want to get on the front foot. It's not about defend, 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 and then try and catch someone on the counter. You know, they, they want to win the game playing, you know, as corny as it sounds, Nick, the right way. Now, that being said, should England bore their way to the World Cup title, I mean, I would probably be pretty happy anyway. <laughs> All right. But, you know, I, I, I think um, th there's a certain amount of purists. And, and you know, take, taking all nation, nationalism aside, um, you do want to see the team that plays the best football win the tournament. I, that's certainly true. I tell you what, uh, let's go to the phones. We have a listener on the line. Uh, welcome to uh, Fistry Soccer. Uh, yeah, Nick, uh, uh, I would just like to say I think that this is a direct result of uh, the super clubs and they've run dry. They've run their national team players dry. Uh, Barcelona hasn't replenished with Spanish players. Uh, Bayern Munich hasn't necessarily uh, uh, brought in young German players into the fold as well. And I also believe when you look at the Argentine football, I think the biggest problem is the globalization of of the player pool. The, these the young Argentines are leaving uh, to inferior leagues like Liga MX or MLS. And that has a direct correlation of why they have not been able to replenish. And they'll play overseas and not just in one constant league. And it has seen a diminish. In 1978, 
when Argentina won its World Cup, they only featured one player playing in Europe, and that was Mario Tempest. And, and I think that, that that is a direct result of globalization of the player pool. It has a reserve, uh, reverse effect to some of the best club teams in Latin America. Fascinating point. Of course, uh, lots of Latin American talent uh, abandoning the continent and headed to Europe, of course, where the big money is. But that doesn't stop them from being selected for you know, the youth teams or for the senior teams. Uh, it does put more onus on the uh, national team's uh, scouting budget. Nick Webster, you're involved in this too. How do you see that? I, I think the caller – and sorry, what's your name? Ray. From Ray. I think, I think Ray makes some great points. Oh, Ray, Ray's got a fantastic point. I mean, I've been saying this for a long time, that the globalization of soccer really is diluting the, the pool. And, and we've, we've talked many times on this show about the quality of the World Cup games, which in all honesty is quite poor. The drama is off the charts, which is fantastic. But, the, you know, you, you, there's no, I've not seen a World Cup game other than the uh, Spain-Portugal, and we're, we're something like 46 games in, that matches the quality of a, champ, of a high-level Champions League game. However, um, to the coolest point about uh, having players play within their own league, you know, yeah, 30 years ago, that was how it was done. And if, if we look at the success of the Spanish team, a lot of the players were playing in La Liga. So, so they managed to do it right. And, and to a certain degree, I think the, the, the Germans in 2010, a lot of their players were home-based. They were playing in the Bundesliga. But this globalization and the top teams hoovering up all the best talent. I think what we're seeing, and uh, I mean, you can tell me if I'm wrong, Cooler Ray or, or Nick, but what we're seeing is that because the top teams are involved in all the tournaments, they play so many games. I mean, you're looking at 60, 70 games. The top players are knackered now. They are really, really tired. Fatigue, and fatigue, I yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think that's having an effect on, uh, on some of the bigger teams as well. Well, I, I, and Ray, uh, the, the last point I would make to that, by the way, would be, you know, this Argentina team, as we said, is the oldest team in the tournament, and their players have probably racked up just about more miles than every, anybody, maybe short of the German team. Ray, thank you very much for the call. It's great to have you calling in. Uh, we hope you'll join us on a regular basis, and uh, we hope our listeners out there will also want to call in and participate at 800-878-PLAY, 800-878-PLAY. Uh, it is a paradigm. It was not a paradigm shift. It's a generational shift. We're seeing it right now in global football. Uh, for me, Nick, I'm just going to say this one more time, and then I want to look at these brackets with you. Uh, the most exciting teams that I've seen play, and by the way, I watched Brazil labor to a victory today. It was a victory, absolutely. But boy, did they labor. This didn't look flashy. This didn't look like Brazil. I mean, in, 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 in some way, this looked like almost a Scolari Brazilian team uh, where they were intent to get very physical and, and, and leave the Jogo Bonito at home. Uh, but they did get it done, and that is what counts. And hopefully they'll have one more game now to sort of let that beautiful football shine through because they look decidedly average to me, Nick. Uh, the team that has impressed me the most quite honestly, it's been Croatia. I keep harping on Croatia, but this team looks has looked spectacular in all three of their matches. Well, they did look spectacular, certainly against uh, Argentina, and, and they had the luxury of resting a whole boatload of players for their for their last fixture. So they're going to come into the, uh, the round of 16 super, super fresh. And it's going to be really interesting to see that the two other teams that are are coming into the round of 16 with the possibility of that kind of freshness, namely England and Belgium. Rumor has yeah. it that Roberto Martinez is going to 
just throw down the changes and in fact name a completely different team. And uh, there's possibly only one player that's going to feature uh, who's featured in the first two games. Gareth Southgate has said that, oh, I'm going to come in and uh, look to win the game. However, you know, we're going to get to that in a little bit, but that changes the uh, the complexion of the draw. Right. Well, so I'm, I'm with you all the way about Croatia. Right now, they... In, in my view, are sitting pretty. They're in the they're in the top part of that bottom half of the draw. They've got a fantastic game coming up, and you know th- there's there's almost like a free path to the semi final. Yes, least, they might yeah. have to get they might have to get through Spain, Spain. but mm-hmm. as you can pointing out, Spain haven't been looking fantastic. Yes, they're Spain, but then again, yes, they're Argentina. Yes, they're France. Yes, they're Germany. Yes, they're Brazil. I mean. Nobody, nobody has truly set the tournament alight other than, I think, Croatia with that dominating victory over an Argentinian side that really didn't look like they wanted to be there. So, you know, it's, it's, we, we've said it a thousand times, but we're going to keep on saying it. The tournament is wide open for a team to grab it by the scruff of the neck and bloody go and win it. Yeah. Nick, uh, very quickly, because we've got two minutes left in this segment, I want to just quickly run down what we mean by the left and the right side of the bracket. Uh, If you're watching us on YouTube or Facebook Live, you can see I'm holding the bracket up to the camera here. So on the left side, we have group A, C, E, and G. Oh, there we go. We just put it up there. And on the right side, we have group E, F, G, and H. So uh, these two sides, obviously, just like any bracket, whether it's, uh, you know, uh, the NCAA tournament or what have you, they're all going to have the same sort of bracket. On the left side of the bracket, in the round of 16, we have Uruguay, Portugal, France, Argentina, Brazil, Mexico. And we're going to have one of either England or Belgium and or Senegal, Colombia or Japan, depending on how that shakes out. On the right side, now only one of those teams will make it through to the semifinals. On the right side of the bracket, if you look at who is there right now, Spain, Russia, Croatia, Denmark, Sweden, Switzerland, and either... Uh, and either England and or Senegal, Colombia, or Japan. None of the favorites, with the exception of Spain, none of the pre-World Cup favorites, with the exception of Spain, are sitting on the right side of the bracket. And as Nick Webster mentioned, Spain don't look all that great. So one would think the easiest path to the semifinals and the finals, of course, is to go through the right side of the bracket in order for England to get to the right side of the bracket, they're going to have to lose against Belgium. In order for Belgium to get to the right side of the bracket, they're going to have to lose against England. All of this sets up some fascinating permutations, which we're going to get to along with our picks and values when you go to place your bet right after the break here on Fifth Street Soccer, Sports Byline USA, SB Nation Radio. It's getting exciting, just like the World Cup. Don't go anywhere. Hey, Mike, how's the house coming along? (sighs) Needs a ton of work. The pipes are leaking. Needs a new roof. The AC just broke. I just don't have time to do it all myself. You know anyone? Oh, just ask HomeAdvisor. They match you with the best local pros for any home project. Cool. Yeah, you can read reviews and book appointments online. What's it cost? Actually, HomeAdvisor is always free to use. Nice. I'll check it out. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free app. HomeAdvisor.
Clean away dirt and grime and bring back your vehicle shine with Mother's California Gold Wash and Wax. Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, pick up a gallon of Mother's California Gold Wash and Wax for $4.99. Clean, shine, and protect your vehicle with Mother's California Gold Wash and Wax at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supplies. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Call the CPAP hotline now. 800-430-4234. 800-430-4234. That's 800-430-4234. Copays and deductible supply. Supplies are replaced in accordance with Medicare guidelines. All right. Welcome to Fifth Street Soccer here on the Sports Byline USA SB Nation Radio. Also coming to you live on uh, FifthStreetSports.com. It is great to be with you. I'm Nick Webster. Along with, I'm Nick Eber, along with Nick Webster. I'm trying to point to the right guy in the box, but, you know, I'm getting the names confused. I'm old, Nick. I'm like the Argentine team. I'm the oldest team here. You're the oldest team there, and, and you've been, like, nipping on the vodka for about the last week and a half. So, you know, I, I think you're probably pickled by now. I'm, I'm certainly getting to that stage where I'm World Cup pickled and uh, kind of looking forward to uh, Friday where there's actually a break of no games. Yes, exactly. All right. Well, we are brought to you by BetAnySports.eu. We are going to give you our picks for tomorrow's group stages game. And I I want to point out to you, this is the last match day of the group stages. There are four games tomorrow. We're going to give you our picks and values for all four of these games. If you'd like to place a bet, there's no better place to do it than go to BetAnySports.eu. Sign up right now and get a 50% bonus on your deposit. By All you have to do is use the affiliate code FISTREET. You'll get a 50% bonus on your deposit up to 1,000 smackaroonies. Okay? 1,000 
big ones. 50% bonus, uh, that's great money. And we're going to tell you where to put it. BetterNeesports.eu. Go online and sign up today. All right, Nick Webster. We talked a little bit about the left-hand side of the bracket and the right-hand side of the bracket earlier on in the show. And if you're just tuning in on uh, YouTube or Facebook, uh, we recommend you go back and watch the earlier parts of the show because we had some good input, particularly from our callers, uh, caller Ray, who had some great points about the Argentine national team. But, Nick, tomorrow the surprises could come aplenty. And let's start with the very first match. Poland-Japan. And this, I mean, I can't believe I'm even saying this to you right now, Nick Webster. Poland-Japan, okay? Because if I look at my group breakdowns from prior to the World Cup, Japan were plus 790 to win the group and plus 215 just to get out of it. And here we are talking about Poland-Japan, and currently Group H, sitting top of Group H, is Japan. It's crazy. It's nuts. Uh, you know, if you look at what they've done, um, they've been, at, I mean, 2-1 against Colombia. They had a 2-2, uh, they had a 2-2 draw against uh, Senegal. They played exceptionally well. Uh, Takeshi Inui, uh, Kaisuke Honda have been absolutely terrific for this team. The whole team has come together. A little like we saw with South Korea, and I'm not just lumping them together because they're Asian teams, but it's the teamwork. It's the cohesiveness of this team that has really impressed me. And again, teams playing with no pressure whatsoever, Nick. No pressure. They come into this match playing a lackluster Poland team that has been one of the biggest disappointments of the tournament. Robert Lewandowski has been an abomination this tournament. Okay, again, Nick, where does Robert Lewandowski play? His club team. Where he plays for Bayern Munich. Right. Um, Say no more. It's the German jinx. <laughs> it's come the, down. German jinx. But yeah, I mean, to, to your point, I think J- Japan's been a, a, a real sleeper. You know, uh, they, they, they were lucky enough to catch uh, Colombia on an off day, and they took full advantage. Uh, the game against Senegal was just a humdinger, back and forth, and uh, they showed a great deal of character to come back into that one to get a point. And now, like you say, they're playing against Poland, who have been exceedingly disappointing. I mean, it's it's all in Japan's hands to go and win the group. And they want to win the group for the same reasons that England and Belgium want to come in second. Because if, if, if Japan comes in second, they move into the top half of the draw, and all of a sudden it's that murderer's row again. So I can actually see Japan going full out to win this one, and I would not be surprised if they do win this one, top the group, and uh, they're playing sailing. Now, obviously, to top the group, they're going to have to uh, probably score more goals than Senegal should Senegal beat Colombia. But, you know, we'll get to that game in a second. But, uh, yeah, right. I, I'm, I'm going to go Japan for the win, and I'm going to go for the over. Well, uh, it's funny. That's exactly what I have listed. <laughs> it's exactly what I have on my sheet as well. Uh, a draw for Japan would see them through to the next round as well. But you're right, Nick. They then hit the murderer's row where they would likely face, uh, oh, gosh, either, Bel- well, Bel- either Belgium or England, which, uh, you know, they, well, which they wouldn't want to face. Uh, well, you know, they could face either one anyway. So I, I guess for them it doesn't make a difference, right, uh, in terms of the round of 16. But having said that, if Colombia win and Japan loses, though, Japan will go through if they lose by fewer goals than Senegal did. Now, Japan are not, have not been conceding a boatload of goals. I mean, they've been pretty tight. This is a really decent little unit. Nick, 
Uh, right now, Poland, who have been horrible, are plus 195. Japan are uh, plus 164. The draw is plus 224. Plus 165 for Japan is crying for a bet. It is such yeah. good value. Now, you talked about the over, Nick. I'm going to tell you why I took the over. Because between these two teams, they have eight goals conceded between these two teams over two matches. Okay, so they've been conceding an average of four goals uh, into it, per match day total, okay, per team. So, uh, you know, this is uh, it's screaming for a bet for the over. So this is an over two and a half. You've got to bet that right now a very tasty plus 110, Nick Webster. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I can see a real uh, – I can see the scoreline right now, and it says Japan 2, Poland 1. Yeah. Winner, winner. Chicken dinner, as you like to say. Right, chicken dinner for everybody on that one. If you listen to us and go to betanysports.eu, put down your bet right now. Get your bonus money in on Japan and the over. All right, let's move to the other match, Colombia-Senegal. Now, this one, Senegal need just one point to go through. Colombia need the win. Um Colombia had a convincing win against Poland. And this is what everyone's saying. Oh, the Colombia team's resurgent. Remember, Radamel Falcao scored the long-awaited World Cup goal because he missed the last World Cup. you got the whole sort of crying story about, the, about it. But, you know, I'm wondering, is that Colombia being good or is that just indicative of how bad Poland are? So well, I'm not sh- sure what to make of that, Nick. I think it's a bit of both ways. I mean, Colombia were very poor against Japan. Um, in the second half, they really turned it on, though, uh, against Poland. And, yeah, I, I, I think that there could be a question to be asked. Um, you know, Hamas Rodriguez finally showed what a class player he is, and he, and he really pulled the strings. But uh, as you've been quick to point out, Hamas Rodriguez uh, plays for a certain team in Germany by the name of Bayern Munich. So, uh you know, maybe he's going to be infected with the uh, the German blood of going home early. In, in all honesty, I, this is one of the third round matches. I mean, and there's been a lot of good ones, to be fair. But this one is just, oh, it's mouthwatering because you've got Senegal, who uh, both you and I have been calling the darlings of the African teams. And, and, and they're certainly out to prove it because if they don't, it's going to be a very, very poor showing for African countries at this World Cup. Uh, they, they play great football. Mane's a tremendous talent and a real handful. Um, but but Colombia have the match winners as well. So I, I, I see this game going down to the wire um, and such a, such a tough one to predict. But I, I'm, I'm going to stick my neck on the chopping block as I've done all World Cup. I am actually going to go for the draw. Ooh, cheeky. It's going to be a... 2-2 draw. I'm going to go for the over. Well, Nick, I'm going to go for Senegal, but I'm going to go for the over as well. I'm with you on the over on this one. Um, I think this is going to be Senegal, and I'm saying mm, 2-1 for Senegal. Senegal, here are the odds. The draw, Nick, also, I mean, well, the bookies are preferring the draw to a Senegal win. The draw is plus 265. Senegal win is plus 371. Uh, Colombia win is minus 114. The over wow. pays... Uh, plus 105. So, Nick, I'm going for Senegal at plus 371 and the over at plus 105. You're going for the draw at plus 265 and the over at plus 105. So that's how we're betting this one, folks. Uh, Colombia, Senegal should be, well, it's setting up to be one of the most exciting matches to date in the tournament. We've had some wonderful ones up to this point. But, uh, 
you know, you never know. I, I would like to point out, Nick, we have had, do you know how many nil-nil draws we've had in this tournament so far? We've had one, and I we, called it. We've Ooh. had one. We've had one nil-nil draw the entire tournament. So for those of you that are saying, oh, it's so boring, soccer is so boring. Well, welcome to the real world, people. It is, really isn't. And by the way, you could have a very exciting nil-nil draw. I know it's cliched, but, you know, you can. Uh, all right, let's go to a match that um, there's only one bet I'm making on this match. Let's go to the next one. It is Tunisia-Panama. Now, both these teams are gone. They have nothing to play for except for a little national pride. We saw that with Egypt-Saudi Arabia, for example, where we actually had, you know, it wasn't the greatest match, but there were goals scored, and that was a good thing. Uh, this one, both teams have been, well, Panama's been pretty awful uh, after getting absolutely tonked by England, conceding six goals. Tunisia have not been the the best either. Um, this one, I'm not betting either winner or lose on this one. I'll give you the money lines. Tunisia minus 114, Panama plus 352. The draw is plus 278. Uh, how, uh, I'm just going to bet the over at two and a half at minus 122 because these two teams have conceded 16 goals between them over two matches. How do you see it, Webster? Well, they have conceded 16 goals, but they have been playing against the firepower of England and mighty Belgium. I actually see this one, Tunisia, and I will go with you on the over. Okay, you like Tunisia. Minus 114. That's not, it's not super value there, I don't think, for Tunisia. But, no, okay. it's not great value, but Fair enough. they'll win. All right, let's move along to the next one. We've been talking about this match. Uh, we have a little time. We've sort of been running through the other picks a little bit so we can get to this one. Um, Make sure we've got enough time. Yes, we do. Uh, Belgium, England, Nick. This is it. This is the one. Who goes on the left side of the bracket? Who goes on the right side of the back bracket? This is what it's about. This is the important piece of the equation because both of these teams are through. Now, this is not a match with nothing to play for. This is a match with everything to play for because, again, on the left side of the bracket, Uruguay, Portugal, France, Argentina, Brazil, Mexico, a who's who of teams you wouldn't want to face in the last in the round of 16. On the right side of the bracket, Spain, Russia, Croatia, Denmark, Sweden, Switzerland. If you'd ask anyone before the tournament, the only team there that you would have been shaking in your boots about would have been Spain. And right now, they're not looking like world beaters as of this point either. They may go on to win it, but that's how they've looked up to this point. So, Nick... Belgium, uh, you're right. Roberto Martinez, who is a great TV pundit, but a questionable manager of club and country, uh, has decided to rest uh, basically the whole team and call up the under fives from the uh, Belgian Youth League for this match. Uh, not playing uh, Romelu Lukaku, the big scorer, uh, Aiden Hazard, Mertens. They're all out with an injury. Fair enough, we'll give him that one. But also he's going to rest De Bruyne, uh, Vertonghen, and Mounier, are all, because they're all on yellow cards, he doesn't want them suspended for the next match. Vincent Company and Thomas Vermaelen will return. They haven't played yet, so this will be a sort of warm-up match for them, I would imagine. They're going to be a little bit rusty. I'm going to tell you that right now. On the flip side, Gareth Southgate has said he's going to win it. Harry Kane has said he wants to play. He wants the golden boot. Um, and I, I, I question Nick, for me personally, are we going to see a little bit of the Gareth Southgate immaturity in this? Uh, and it is a very young England squad with a young manager. Are they going to make the wrong choice here, Nick Webster, uh, in this match and play a strong, uh, field a strong team and deliver a beating to Belgium and also possibly uh, take any some injuries that might come out of it? How do, what do you think? 
Well, the, the real bummer about this is I was really looking forward to this game. Uh, and I think it was it was one of the great group games when we first looked at the matchups uh, when, when the draw was first made. You know, England-Belgium, how mouthwatering. And uh, now all of a sudden, it's, it's the game that nobody wants to win. Um, yes, Gareth Nick, Southgate. Nick, wants to win. Nick, I've run us out of time. Hold on. We've oh. got to come back and rack it, wrap it up quickly. Oh, terrible. Be right back. Attention timeshare owners, this is an urgent consumer alert from Resort Release, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get rid of their expensive timeshares. Once you've made that decision to get rid of your timeshare for any reason, Resort Release is offering a Better Business Bureau accredited way to legally get rid of your timeshare guaranteed. We guarantee to get rid of your timeshare payments permanently, even if you've tried another company to get rid of your expensive timeshare call now and see if we can help you at resort release you don't pay anything until you're ready if you're ready to learn how to permanently get rid of your costly timeshare make this complimentary free call right now 800-598-0539-800-598-0539-800-598-0539 that's 800-598-0539 Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. If you or someone you love suffers from drug addiction, now is the time to utilize your private health insurance PPO plan. If eligible, receive up to $30,000 or more in substance abuse benefits with low or no out-of-pocket cost. We are the National Treatment Network, the premier drug and alcohol treatment referral service operating 24-7. We help connect you with facilities nationwide that accepts PPO private health insurance for substance abuse. If you have PPO substance abuse coverage and you need immediate admittance to a medical detox or residential rehab treatment center, call us now. Call our live referral helpline today. The call is free. This program is not available to Medicare or Medicaid customers. Call 800-296-1252. 800-296-1252. That's 800-296-1252. History Sports, uh, Soccer, Sports Byline USA, SB Nation Radio, Nick Eber and Nick Webster. Uh, we are going to run through this very quickly. Nick, I'm going to hand it over to you for the next minute. Give me uh, your breakdown. You've got one minute and, and who's going to win and why. 
Go. Okay, so uh, we know that England currently top uh, the group by virtue of having received the least number of yellow cards. I think that Gareth Southgate is a very smart manager. Yes, he is young. Yes, he is inexperienced. But I think England are smart enough to know that the bottom half of the draw is where they want to be. However, that being said, they do want to keep this momentum going. They've been playing very well. They're unbeaten in their last, I believe, eight games. They've certainly been flying in this World Cup. I'm going to think and I'm going to hope that England are smart enough to play for a draw against Belgium whilst picking up a couple of useless yellow cards that will send Belgium to the top of the group and us to the bottom of the draw. That's how I would like to see the game played out. Um, will it be played out that way? I'm not sure, but I think that it could be one of the worst World Cup games of the tournament so far. Um, th th there's just no incentive for either team to come out and play, which is a tragedy because England-Belgium really is a mouth-watering clash. All right, so you're going to go with the draw, right? And the under, I'm taking it, at uh, minus yes. 129. The draw at plus yeah. 206. Belgium is plus 201. England plus 178. England are the favorites. Uh, the draw is plus 206. Uh, Nick, I'm with you. I'm going to take the draw and the under. Sorry to keep agreeing, but uh, I, that's, uh, you're right. I mean, it's just you don't want to be on the left side of this, uh, of this bracket. Uh, just to wrap it up, we're saying take Japan and the over. We're saying take Senegal and the over. We're saying don't bet Tunisia-Panama, although Nick says Tunisia. We are saying take the over. Uh, we're saying take the draw and the under on the Belgium-England game. There you have it, folks. Those are our picks, our prognostications. Go to bedneysports.eu, sign up now. Use affiliate code FISTREET. Get 50% bonus on your deposit. Uh, we will be back with you tomorrow. These matches will be over. The brackets will be set. We'll do our round of 16 preview. Uh, for me, Nick Eber, and my co-host, Nick Webster, we'll speak to you tomorrow. Have a great day and enjoy the matches. Oh,